Hey, John. Hey, Mike. How's it going? It's going pretty good. This seems kind of like deja vu. Yeah, it's weird, huh? It's yeah. starting all over again. Well, welcome to the studio. Well, thank you. Thank you. You're actually here on time for the show. I am. And, and tell me, Matt and... Uh... No Matt today. Oh, no Matt? Why? What happened to Matt? Matt, Matt couldn't make it today. Uh. He lives in Ohio. Oh, well, yeah, that's kind of a commute. He'll be on the next show. Oh, what show? With Dan Domi. Oh, Dan's coming again? Yeah, Dan's coming again. Oh, okay. Hey, we'll, we'll set up, uh, maybe eat a few vittles, and we'll get the shoe started. Yeah, <laughs> yeah why don't we start the shoe? <laughs> This is by. <laughs> Hello, this is Michael Rosso. I figure I change it up a little bit. I'm always like manic. Yeah. I was so manic preparing for this show, John. I am. Well, there's a lot of work to do. I was sitting at my desk like. <laughs> ready to, ready to pull your ears off like, like a Polaroid. I can't, I, I can't tell you there are boxes coming in, boxes with cameras in it. And the response is amazing. Amazing listenership is up. <laughs> 50%. Unbelievable. So I thought I'd start the show a little bit. You know, I'm more like, hey. this is Michael Rosso filming. I thought I'd start it like, you know, oh, film. hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it suits you. Hey, cool cats out there. How's the vibe swinging? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you thought you'd start it out like a hippie. Yeah. Oh, nice. Like, welcome to the Film Photography Podcast, the podcast for people who love to shoot with film. All right. We all love to the feel. We love it. To get your feel on film. Mm, load it into your camera. Oh, that emotion. Well, I thought that'd be different. This is the uh, June 1st show. John, we're going to wow. England in 15 days. That's great. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Yeah. Uh, June 1st show. Matt Mirage is out this show. You're out. But he'll be. <laughs> he's out today. Right. But he'll be back along with special guest Dan Domi. Right. Next episode. As, uh, as they say, uh, Dan is our man in New York. He lives in Pennsylvania. Right. <laughs> Dan is our man in Pennsylvania. The last show, John. Last, last o- show? Last episode. Mm-hmm. Two hours and 30 minutes. Oh, my God. Epic. Uh, bottleneck on the Podbean server for, for download. Wow. Pe- people complaining. Like, oh, my God. I can't get the show. You know, some folks. I'm not going to listen to this episode because download time's too too long. I'm like, oh. <laughs> people. Come on. This is, you know, people are so impatient. I know. Well, you know, things move very fast to this day and age. What is that? What? Blue bottle. Blue bottle? Yeah, what's oh, that? that's uh, coconut juice. No way. Yeah, it's, it's supposed to be uh, what's good it called? energizer. Zico. 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 But you said, John, you at home through the iTunes, you, mm-hmm. you, you, you start up your computer, right. and then like it downloads by itself, and like you walk yes. away. Yeah, I don't even know it's there. Yeah. I come back and I'm like, oh, the new podcast is like, on my computer. It's like auto-download. Yes, auto. What set your podcasts, right? well, in iTunes, if you set your podcasts to auto. Yeah. It will just download when it's available. The, today's show, we're, we're continuing our Pactastic mm. Marathon. Yes. And this is celebrating instant photography, specifically with the Polaroid Land Cameras mm-hmm. 100 series, they're called. Mm-hmm. And they have the, they are the folders. They fold out, have bellows. 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 And there's a lot to celebrate. I mean, these are beautiful cameras. Yep. As a matter of fact, you were telling me that you saw one in, a, in an episode yep. on TV. In uh, Mad Men, season four. They gave it as a gift in 1964. The year was 1964, and they gave it as a gift. The it's gift a, of instant photography. It's a gift. Yes, a gift. 
So this show... Th- what show? <laughs> this show, uh, we have our ongoing giveaway, which is uh, our Packtastic giveaway. We're giving away Polaroid Pack cameras. Yeah. These are cameras that use the Crack and Peel film that is currently made by Fujifilm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are giving away a Canon... Oh, I just did it again. What? Nikonians and the Nikon Mafia. <laughs> Please forgive me. <laughs> Please forgive me. I've been using a, ca- a Canon oh since I'm like 14. Mm. I don't know what a Nikon is. It's not my fault. It's my uh. parents' fault. <laughs> let's, let's go get them. Every time I've announced this contest, I've said Canon, and I've edited them out. Oh, stupid. So if, I, if truth can be told... There's a Nikon Mafia or something. They were really? serious. Oh, boy. So, we're giving away a Nikon. What is it? <laughs> now you're really going to get them mad at you. Oh, it's a Nikon F. Wow, look <laughs> at that thing. Just F. It's Nikon F. It's the fifth and camera they make? In, 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 engraved on the metal, it's F3101. 005 S L I S. That's like a hand carved serial number? Yeah, it's a hand wow. carved serial number. That looks like quite a tank, that camera. You can murder with this. Oh my gosh. You can you'll murderize them with this. This is uh this was this camera has been donated to FPP by our good friend Alex Lux in Canada. Hmm, thanks, Alex. Do you know what the uh, date of manufacturers for that? We don't know, but we're thinking it's uh, 60s. Yeah. 1960s. Trying to get a yeah, grip on these levels. Yeah, that's uh, when they really didn't care too much for aesthetics. Well, it's just a brick. Point. Yeah, it's 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 a block of metal that opens and closes and captures images. So we have our, our ongoing uh, uh, Nikon F giveaway. <laughs> F giveaway. Uh, well, uh, those two contests, we're going to be talking a lot about pack film tonight. Now, if... You know, if I tend to drift into these episodes where it's he- episode where it's heavily Polaroid-esque, mm. don't be upset, really. I know folks want to hear about large format and dark rooms, and we're, g- we're going to get to that. Not yeah, but this, Matt, Matt's not here. Not this shoe. I'm the, now the proud owner of a Graflex Crown Graphic 4x5 camera. You told me. But don't Have you shot it? You're too scared. Too scared. Huh? Don't be scared. Oh, you no, shouldn't. No, don't be scared. But yeah. I am so sucked in to shooting with pack cameras this month. Mm-hmm. And I encourage folks out there to give it a, a whirl because... Um, They're inexpensive to and, purchase, And I was right? not into it at all. Under, way under 100 bucks. Yeah. I was not interested in this format at all, and now I'm like experiencing yeah, mania. Uh, you are insane with it. Insane in the membrane. So, so, the, <laughs> so the ongoing... We're giving away not one, but a few Polaroid pack cameras... To initiate some people into your madness. Yes. The <laughs> to see what it is to be Mike Rasso, to get crazed with instant photography. Uh, 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 see, look, he can't even think. He's so crazy. We have the Polaroid cameras with the bellows. The bellows! And we also have the what's known as the hard-bodied. Hard-bodied? Yeah, the color pack series. Uh, color You've pack. seen those, right? Color pack. <laughs> it sounds angry. The color pack. Oh, honey, honey, did you remember to bring the color pack? Color pack. Get your color pack. And to enter, we'll just give it up front. We're not mm-hmm. giving it away. We're giving it. Uh, send an email to filmphotographypodcast at gmail.com. Yo. And um, I appreciate it. It's not mandatory, but geared up for people who haven't shot with these yet. Right. Not for people that have gas. Right. I mean, there are a lot of serious collectors out there who want 
anything they can get their hands on. Really? But sort of, what's a good word? Refrain right. from entering. If you're already shooting pack film, we want to get pack cameras into the hands mm-hmm. of FPP listeners who haven't experienced right. it yet. Yeah. So all we want is your name, address, and just a little bit about yourself. And, you know, about your film photography and what you've been doing. Right. And we're going to do the big, big drawing big, on big. July 1st episode. <whistles> Nikon F. F. <sighs> beautiful looking piece of metal. Yeah, we're giving that away also July 1st. Uh, what, what was the lens on that? Film. Film photography podcast at gmail.com. This has a uh, 50 millimeter yeah. Nippon Kangaku. 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 Japan number six six five nine two two. Hi, Nikkor. Ah, Nikkor S Auto. What's it? F one point four. Nice. One point four. Folks out there, seriously. It's a nice piece of uh, glass. I sh- I shoot with a <laughs> I shoot with a Canon mm-hmm. with a, a one point four lens. Mm-hmm. The portraits are just stunning. Stunning, because you get that eye focus, and other yeah. the other areas go out a little bit, yeah. a lot of focus a little bit. One four gives you a lot, a very little depth of field, so a lot of a lot of fun to play with. Yeah. So we're giving that away. Just send us email. Same thing. Email your name, information about yourself. Hey, what do you, you know? Yada yada. You know, tell us about hey. you. Exactly. But that's not all. As far as it's not. That's not all. As far as giveaways. It's not. Yeah. But we, we should oh. take a quick break uh, because you know it's, I'm gonna just fall on the floor. No, look, you're all tense. I'm all. You know, I wasn't tense before I started the podcast. We are giving away slide film. This mm-hmm. is. 35 millimeter mm-hmm. transparency film. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh. <laughs> 35 millimeter transparency film. You said that. We're giving five rolls away. So one person or five, five different people. people. I'm glad you asked. And we have free processing, mm. develop CD and web upload from the dark room. Wow. There's a place. <laughs> There's a place we can go. Lights are low. Let me show you to my dark room. Paul McCartney, sir. I'm sorry. Sir Paul McCartney. You don't have to say sir. On McCartney 2, 1980. Ugh. <laughs> had, a, had a song called Dark Room. Yuck. Come a come a come with what's the me. Second, what's the second to, verse? Uh, got a place we can go. Lighting low. Let me show you. That was the first verse. To my dark room. That's oh, what he you're says. right. Oh, he says, uh, come a. Come along with me to my dark room. Kama, 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 kama. Kama, 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 kama. Kama, kama along with me to my dark room. Wow, brilliant lyrics. <laughs> McCartney, too. Had a great song, Temporary Secretary. You know that one? No. Never made it that far. I think I checked out at London Town. So, the dark room, this is a uh, lab that's part of the Swan Lab group. They've been in business for 35 years. We're going to talk about them. Right, you know, Where are they located? They're in oh San Clemente. San Clemente, Texas? C-A. California. Oh. California. I understand they're between San Francisco and Los Angeles. Wow, that's a nice place to yeah. be. Uh, I'm gonna be ta- we're going to be talking about um, some po- Polaroid Instant <laughs> Photography the pa- of the pack type. And we're going to be featured, I'm going to be testing a Polaroid 420 camera. Mm-hmm. I'm also going to be testing the Polaroid 104 pack camera. Different yeah. years, different models. Anything significantly different? Yes. Well, oh. I'm glad you asked. I guess we'll have to find yeah, out. Yeah, we'll find out. I'm going to be talking about the Fujifilm 3000B Hi. black and white film. Did you shoot it yet? Yeah. 
You love it? Yeah. I'm going to be talking about the no, what's known as the flash lag. I shot a few images with the pack camera using electronic flash. Mm-hmm. And the shutter stayed open, so you got this like dreamy kind of. Right. And uh, it was like a happy accident, but I figured out how to do it. And we're gonna be re- uh, we're gonna be reading some listener letters, and we'll talk about that as soon as we uh, come back to the shoe. Okay. See you in a minute. fellow who a couple of years ago married my secretary and has been taking dictation ever since. Uh, right now we have... Hold it, hold it, Perry. It's time for another picture. Donald, let me see. Yes. yes, yes. <laughs> uh, i tell you what you do. What you do. If you don't mind, Don, let me have the camera and for a switch, I'll take your picture. Sir. Oh, well, that's fine, Perry. Wait, wait just a minute now. Uh, why don't you get in the picture with me? I don't have long enough arms. You mean to hold out like this? No, you don't have to hold the camera. Here, let me have that. Just uh, set it down right here like this. Let me see. That's about aimed right. That's right. And I push the uh, shutter. That starts the built-in self-timer. Can you hear it? You hear something going in Gives there. me nine seconds to get into position here so we can uh, watch pretty. <laughs> hey, Art, you hear that? I'm a son of a gun that Donnie and Michi are always inventing something. <laughs> I can tell you something, Perry. I wish I'd invented this. Now, in just one minute, we'll have the finished print because this is the Polaroid land camera. You know, the reason I was uh, able to take that picture of Perry and myself is because I was using an advanced model Polaroid land camera. It's called the Polaroid Pathfinder. And I'd like to uh, show you what this camera can do. Now, you've already seen me use this built-in timer. That gives Dad a chance to jump into the picture with the rest of the family and not always being left out. And, uh, oh, there's lots more. Take a look at this lens here. I want you to see how big that really is. That lets you take real sharp pictures even when there's very little light. And because the uh, shutter on this camera is so fast, you can get action shots like this. Pretty terrific camera, isn't it? The pictures you can get with this... Well, why don't we take a look at the pictures we can get with this camera, hmm? Let's see. Now, how about that, hmm? Well, that's not bad, even though I uh, do so say, say so myself. You know, if, uh, if you're interested in 60-second photography, you want the fun of taking a picture one minute and seeing it the next, we've got a Polaroid land camera for you. There are uh, five models for you to choose from. Each one has its own distinctive features. Uh, it starts with the popular Polaroid Highlander. Compact, very efficient, on up to the Polaroid Pathfinder that I used just a little while ago. And now, uh, the next step is to see your dealer because he's the man who can fill you in on all the details. Polaroid land cameras are priced from $72.75 or just a dollar and a half a week. <laughs> I just want to eat. Hey, we're back. I just want to eat a handful of things. Okay, that's no problem. Take a sip of your tea. Folks out there listening, if you're listening for the first time, a very big welcome. Welcome. I always think of that. We don't usually eat during the podcast. What do you guys eat out there? What, do you guys eat during the podcast? Or do you sip tea or coffee? What do most people do while exactly. they listen to the podcast? Are most people like in the dark room? Uh, dark room or scanning or at work mm. or commuting. Oh, they have some of my coconut milk. Put the lime in the coconut. Is that a big hit for Harry? Oh, yeah. Uh, I said, doctor. 
Real quick, we're going to go right into our contest. Additional contest. Yay. Yay. All right. I got to try one of these pretzels. Let's give me one. What are these? Yogurt covered? Yogurt covered pretzels. We've been getting donations of film from listeners, and I want want everyone to know I'm very appreciative. And all film that gets donated goes into our FPP pool. In my FPP fridge, and we uh, rotate it out to our listeners. We we have a growing stack of letters from people who want free film because um, Yahoo, there's, mm. there's something called like Ask Yahoo. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, Ask.com, but I not Ask.com. On Yahoo, if you could type in a question: mm-hmm. Where can I get free film? <laughs> and I come up. Is that right? Someone typed in: Where can I get free film on Yahoo? And on Yahoo, there's like a blog you could like answer it. So hmm. someone said, go oh, contact Michael Rosso at Film Photography Podcast. Word is out. Word is out. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting all these emails. Is it true that I can get free film from the Film Photography Podcast? And we kind of stopped for a while. Mm. We were just doing it as part of contests. But the free film is back, up and running. I'm scurrying around like a squirrel in the morning, putting packages together. Unbelievable. Yes, the answer is yes. You can get free film from Film Photography Podcast. Do you, do you charge people shipping? No, I don't charge anything. Wow. Yeah, that's why I was going broke. That's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The shipping costs more than the film when you send to Sweden. Is that right? Yeah. Plus, you know, all the cameras and stuff. Yeah. It's a lot of money. Look, I, it's great. It's all great. It's all great. So, yes, free film. All you have to do is send an email. Guess what you have to do? <laughs> send an email to filmphotographypodcast at gmail.com. Yo. And uh, what are you, Dan? Is that how Dan's? Yeah, talks? he's like barks in it. He's like, yo. Like, bar- he barks it. Because well. he doesn't want, he didn't want to like be in your shoes 100%. Oh, well. So, Dan Domi, FPP VIP. Yes, definitely. People online are talking about on the Flickr group. By the way, Flickr.com. I highly encourage you folks to join Flickr.com and find our group. People are calling like uh, Dan, like quote unquote, the inner circle. <laughs> oh, really? Michael Kalea, the, the inner needle. circle. So well, they're very, uh, they're very active participants. In what yes, they are. They're talking about listeners talk about stuff like Nikon Mafia, the inner circle, like very cult esque. Mm. It's getting out of control. And you may say, well, you know, I want to be on the inner circle. What makes Dan so special? Well, Dan, you know, he's an early, early listener, mm. and he just sent me an email like a year and a half ago. Oh, hey, I'm driving by. Can I stop by? Is that right? Yeah. So. So he made himself known. Yeah, he would. He was he at the right. Distinguished himself. He was at the right place at the right time. Things are a little manic right now. Well, plus, know. didn't he help out with the New York photo shoot? He did. Because you know he's going to do something. Follow he through. He sent professional letters to Lamography. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt as well. You know, professional correspondence back and forth from Michael Kalea. You know, we goof around a lot on the air, but the fact is, you know, we're professional. <laughs> <laughs> it don't sound like it, but yeah, we are. I mean that very sincerely because in order to get anything done in this world, you got to be professional. Like, oh, I'm going to start my own blog. Great, I encourage that, but there's a lot of work involved. You, you have to be, you know, my advice. You have to be. Oh, uh, what's that? My phone. Hold on. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Who's that? Who's this? Yeah, who's this? This is Jack Rath. <laughs> where you, where you call? Yeah, I heard you guys are doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're right in the middle of it. Oh, I always seem to call right in the middle of your podcast. How did that work? Yeah, it works out fine. Hey, you know, uh, people online are now commenting that... Uh, hey, man, uh, it's great the track man's calling in. 
Oh, they actually want me to call in. It seems that way. Seems that way. Hmm. Well, who I am? You're the track man. Uh huh. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> and what you know, people may say, "What? Well, why are you the? Tell us why are you the track man?" Um, because I used to work at and go to the horse race tracks often. Uh, do- dog races. Yeah. Oh, horse races. Oh, horse races. Yeah. Giddy up. Giddy up. <laughs> Do you have anything film-related to relate to us? Uh, film-related to relate yeah. to you. You shooting well, any film? Um, you know, uh, when uh, when you were here, uh, my graduate took a big trip to Tampa. We went and uh, looked at some old cameras and went to some thrift shops, right? We did? Well, I've, been out, I've been kind of looking around to you know, see if I could find some old Polaroids or some old uh, vintage cameras, and I came up with this. Oh, you came what's up, with, up z- with people. They're not part with their own cameras anymore, or what's going on? I don't know. We gonna, you'll continue your search? I will continue my search. I'm going to hit some thrift shops this week, and I will look for some more cameras. And is it true? And you are also, uh, your amigo is uh, uh, James Worley, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, just doing YouTube these days. Yeah. Is, is, does he have any new viral videos? Um... We put up some things. We, we, we went to the Charlie Sheen show a couple weeks ago. <laughs> oh, my yeah, God, the really? The videos aren't exactly viral, but, uh, but they're up there. Uh, that's all I got. All right. What else do you want from me? Uh, uh, you going to send some people to uh, filmphotographypodcast.com? I've been sending people there. It's uh, becoming quite popular here. You know what we're going to talk about next show? Uh, <laughs> was that someone screaming in the background? I got some uh, pictures back from, uh, remember we shot Polaroids when you were visiting New Jersey? Yeah. Yeah, Polaroids. I bleached the negatives. Oh, I want to see them. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to send them to you. I'm going to talk about bleached negatives in an upcoming shoe. Bleached negatives. <laughs> so keep, uh, keep it smooth. All right. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Oh, it was Trackman. That's right. Nice. Trackman calling in. Yeah. I was uh, yammering. It's to become like the, the Uncle Floyd show here. <laughs> I was yammering about discipline. Discipline, yeah. The bog. The bog. The bog. Yeah, you got to... The blog. Uh, you know what? If you do a blog, it may become a bog for you. Yeah. Because you got you to gotta keep things updated. You, you got to be... You got to be diligent. Oh, my God. And I can tell you that I'm struggling it's with this job. FPP bog. <laughs> the blog. Bog. There are very few posts in the, the past, in the May uh, FPP blog. It's just overwhelming, John. Do you know... I'm not complaining. This is not a complaint. I just want everyone to know this is not a complaint. I'm not complaining about anything. I'm happy for it. I'm happy because I email every single person that emails me. That it takes, takes a day. Oh, my God. I'll sit there all day and answer your emails. So one day a week, one day a month? Twice, twice, uh, twice a month. Twice a month. Then a day going through boxes. So every fortnight. You'll so if, if you buy a Polaroid camera from the FPP store, yours truly put his big gorilla mitts on it. <laughs> And shot with it and tested it and did all that. Well, so, but we're talking about our contest, which is really most important right now. And our um, this is why our podcasts are two and a half hours long. Yeah, we don't. I don't have that much today. Thank goodness. And the idea of today was to do a short podcast, <laughs> so that, so that we would, you know, kind of take a break. Yeah, ain't gonna happen though. Our new f- a lot on your mind. <laughs> You're a guy with a lot on your mind. Let's read mind. some letters. You know, I'm gonna no. We'll talk about the giveaway. Oh, giveaway! Giveaway! I want to talk about. Our new friends at the Dark Room, which is part of Swan Labs. S W A N. Keith Swan. Swan. Keith Swan. Oh, I thought you said Schwan. No. <laughs> What's that? Swan. Okay. Keith Swan. 
I'm sorry, it sounds like he would be like a member of ELP. Greg Lake. Oh, why? Lake and Swan? Oh, my God. Emerson, Lake, and Swan. That's great. That would be it. Question to Keith is, I spoke to Keith on the phone. The question to Keith is, can he play drums like Carl Palmer? <laughs> Keith owns the lab, and I spoke to Keith, and uh, I spoke to uh, Phil over there. Phil? And I didn't speak to him, but Joe. Joe! A few other folks were on the phone. We were chit-chatting about film the other day. Mm. And I don't know if Keith plays a musical instrument. That's a great question because mm. he's in California. He mm. started his lab in 1976. Really? Couldn't you just wow. see him? When I think of California, I think of 1976. Mm. That laid back, yeah. hush puppy kind of Fleetwood Mac vibe. Right. It uh, could be that not only did he... Jeans and not only did he start a lab in his own garage, but he may have had some a band in his garage as well. Yeah. So here's the scoop. What's going on, guys? Scoop. And girls. Yes. When I say guys, I mean guys and girls. Right. We're giving away five rolls of 35 millimeter transparency film. For people who don't know what that is, yeah. it's film that yeah. color transparency film is also known as slide film. Hmm. And here on the shoe, we call it. E6 film. E6. E6. E6 is the process of which it's developed. And the film, when you get it back, is transparent positive. It's a slide. Really? Oh. Slide. Right. You, you don't have that much projection. experience with slide other than Kodachrome, correct, nope, John? that's it. Yeah, I don't... I'm not a slide guy. Color slide film, for me at least, I like color negative film, but I love slide film. How, uh, oh. how you'd like scanning it in. Beautiful. Uh-huh. Even the folks on the FPP uh, photo walk in New York City were all talking about how slide film is the bomb. Mm. We're giving away five rolls of slide film and the darkroom, thedarkroom.com, and offered to give some services to make this a really nice package for our listeners. Great. And also an opportunity for our listeners to try out a, a, a new lab. Not a new lab, a new, maybe a new to you lab. Hmm. 1976 is not new. No, 1976 is not new. So the dark room is geared up for film. That's good. Yeah. They're committed to film, yeah. and they're very excited about film. Yay. So Keith started the company. He Listen to this. He was an architectural photographer. Really? Shooting on 4x5. No kidding. Wow. So he's shooting so much film that he just started to develop it himself. His next-door neighbor, Phil... Worked at Kodak. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, can you imagine, like, them, like, chatting over the fence? Like, they go over to work in the morning. Hey, morning, Phil. Morning, Keith. <laughs> how's it going? Over the fence. Yeah. You know, hey, how's it going? How's it going at Kodak? Well, you know, we're releasing a new emulsion today. Really? Mm. Is it available on 4x5? Yes, it is. I'm going to get me some of that. I'll bring some home. Hey, listen, you know, uh, Fleetwood Mac just released this album called Rumors. You want to come over later and listen to it? Bring the girls. Sure. <laughs> they decided at one point to get together to start Swan Labs. And, uh... Recently, they launched what's known as thedarkroom.com, and this is a processing lab via mail, or, of course, you could walk right into the store. Mm-hmm. You if could, you're out that way. You could walk right into the San Clemente store and uh, do your processing right there. And we chatted quite a bit, and I'm very excited about the services they offer, because everything that FPP listeners have been doing, they offer support for that. For example, um, you could process E6, color slide film, and get the slide back. Mm. Or you could process it, what's known as cross-processing. Yeah. You take something you shot. You know, you should do this, John. Okay. You'd love it. Oh, do tell. Yeah. You know too much about this? No. 
you would shoot on color slide film, mm-hmm. but then when you bring it to the lab, you would ask them to process it in the wrong chemistry. Oh, really? You'd Why pro- would I do that? Because it does an amazing color shift. Really? Yeah, and it gives a whole different look to your photography. So what chemistry? C- in, the, in that the E6. C41. Anything but the E6. Well, the only other chemistry is C41. Okay. C41. Black and white chemistry doesn't work for this. Mm. You can get your color slide film developed as C41. It's known as cross-processing. And they will also do the reverse. Develop your... Your C41 as E6. E6. Now, you know what? Most labs will not do that service. I asked... They'll be like, oh, no, no, you won't be happy. You won't pay for it. No. (laughs) I I asked Dwayne's photo. I sent them an email about a year ago. And apparently, uh, they don't want to contaminate... Their E6 chemistry with the C41 emulsion because when you develop film, a residue comes off. Sure. So I asked uh, Keith and Phil about this. So you just take a little bit out. Well, apparently they do enough E6. There's so much chemistry that the few rolls of C41 in the in the mix are not gonna you know right. spoil the the vat. It's not like everybody's asking to do this. Right. I think that if every order was that, they'd probably like like a big alert. Something. Well, they just get a separate tub for a tub E6. Yeah. Cross processing. And whenever I'm dealing with, first of all, I, I have to tell you, I get very excited about dealing with new labs. <laughs> yeah, I really do. I mean, you know, yeah, your tail is wagging right tail now. Tail is wagging. I'm excited about it. I, but I'm always excited yeah. to hear about a new lab. For example, Matt Marash is on. I would call. He's had. He's experiencing new Kodak Portra 400 Madness. Mm. Yeah, it's it's fine film. Yeah, and Matt has discovered that you can take this 400 ASA film. And you could shoot it at 3,200 ASA. Madness. And push it. And then you push it just one stop. In developing. In developing. And you will get pleasing results. And I was very skeptical. Matt shoots mostly ambient light, Mm -hmm. which you love. Yes. I tend to be more of a flash guy. Not into the flash. But I am going to take out, uh, you know, my 120 cameras and start shooting at 3200 ASA. Mm-hmm. And now I know the dark room. Not every lab will push. Give it a go. Also, what I did, because my camera doesn't uh, go up to 3200 film speed, I just shot at 1600 and had them develop it normally with fantastic results. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Daylight stuff looks great. You know, fine grain where it, there's enough light to get a decent image. But even when there's um, like a your image is not quite bright enough, the grain actually enhances the image, I think. It's beautiful. I was really pleased when I downloaded this order form, the darkroom order form, because Why? it's e- because all the services are right there. Mm, it's, so it's very, big. Uh, very laid yeah, look, out. P- laid like out push, back. pull, really? and it's asking how many stops. Push really? plus how many? Wow. Plus one plus two. What? What do you want? When you push, two bucks extra. It's not a big deal. No, it's not too bad. No, not too bad. So they also offer sprockets. <laughs> Uh, Dan was asking about sprocket hole. Uh, the sprocket yeah. hole revolution. Yeah, because of the sprocket rocket. Sprocket rocket. And also the spinner. Do you remember the spinner? Matt was shooting the spinner, mm-hmm. 360 spinner. Yeah. yeah it's it's amazing. Camera. That's insane, that camera. We got to get one. No, we should Where'd chip in it? and buy one. Where'd you get it? He borrowed it from Lomography.com. Oh, okay. But then returned it. They sell them there at Lomography.com? Yeah. Where do they go for? I th- believe they're 150 bucks. That's not too bad. No. You know, you, you, these things, you're like, oh, my God, 100. If you think in the scope of things, yeah. of, like, real cameras, no offense to plastic cameras. There are real cameras to me. Yes. But, you know, it's not like investing $20,000 in a DSLR package. <gasps> oh, my God. Can you imagine? Dwayne used to talk about that. He's like, oh, if you want a deluxe DSLR package, you're going to have to invest some buck. Yeah. 20000 is a lot of buck. Yeah. 
So they have a, a lot of really nice services. So the darkroom is on board. We're giving away five certificates for film processing. We're giving away E6 film. E6. Yes, slide film. And what you're getting is you're getting uh, the package of develop, mm-hmm. CD, and web upload, and shipping. And some new friends. And some new friends. At the darkroom. That's right. Um, I asked Keith and Phil, I'm like, well, who could people talk to, listeners? And they made a very uh, logical suggestion. Like, listen, you just go to the website and just send an email from the website. And he's like, you're, you'll, you're an- you'll be answered. Your answer will be shot right back to you. That's great. Yeah. So Now, the great thing about this is you're getting these services for free. You'll get an order form with your film for the develop, CD, and web upload. And for the first-class shipping. Hmm. The great thing about the order form is, let's say you want to cross-process. Then you just add the two buck. Okay. You could add services. Wow. What if you have more than one role? What if you want to do a second role? <gasps> Include some cash, <laughs> and they'll do it. Figure it out. Yeah, you th- you could figure it out. It's a very easy to read uh, order form. This contest, folks, kind folks out there, this contest is limited to the U.S. only. I will promise you that we'll do another contest very, very soon that will be global, but uh, the darkroom only ships to the continental U.S. I see. So, so we're going to have to keep it a little under control. All right. It's not so bad. Uh, really fast, I need to tell you folks out there, uh, because this is important stuff. 127 film, 110 film, does the darkroom process it? Yes. Yes, they do. Spool, if you shoot 620 film and you send them your film, will they send your spool back? Yes. Can you get 4x5 and 8x10 film processed? Yes. This is a good place. <gasps> I spent an hour talking to these guys on the phone, John, oh, and it was just so easy. Yeah, that looks like a very simple thing. It to was not with. your guy in Montclair. No. Oh, that guy. To get in on this. Why are you here? Five rolls of film. That's one roll per person. Do I know you? With the order form, filmphotographypodcast at gmail.com. Yo. Send us your name, your mailing address, and a little bit about yourself and, you know, what you've been doing. You know. Kind yeah. of, what kind of cameras are you shooting with? In, in the words of uh, Pete Townsend, who are you? <laughs> okay, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I'm going to be talking about uh, the Lomo LC Wide that was recently Whoa. introduced by Lomography.com. Look at that thing. Oh, yeah. I'll be back. Hey folks, it's Michael Rosso for the Film Photography Project, and today we're here to talk about troubleshooting with your Polaroid pack camera. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you this from personal experience of what I would call really stupid mistakes. (laughs) More than happy to share with you the stupid mistake that I made. 
Now, I was shooting with a Polaroid Pack camera last weekend. I was shooting with Fujifilm FP100C, 100 speed, the beautiful color film made for Polaroid Pack cameras. On Sunday, I, I took a drive and I saw some, some dilapidated movie theater I wanted to shoot, but I switched film to Fujifilm 3000B. So I didn't check my film, I just shot it and pulled it out of the camera. And folks, this is what I got. What is that? Bullseye. <laughs> black and i was attempting to troubleshoot my camera i thought maybe it was the film i thought maybe the camera had failed what to do i tried every which way but the thing i did not try to last is the fact that i had the asa set wrong on the camera (laughs) stupid now i've been shooting film for 20 plus years and i have made this mistake and so can you first point of business check your asa once i flipped it to the proper asa 3000 to match the film everything was dandy so my tip of the day is very simple check the asa on your camera it seems like a pretty simple thing that you would would not forget but you might film photography podcast at gmail.com yo Yo! And I'm here today to talk about the Polaroid 420 automatic land camera. As you see, here it is, TBT, to be tested, 420. This camera is going in our filmphotographystore.com, where we offer it to you to buy, to have. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I've done videos before about how to use this type of camera. So this is going to be just a brief overview of the 420. The 420 seems to be getting a lot of press. A lot of, well, a lot of press from our film photography podcast, which is our internet radio show. It's got a buzz. It's got a buzz, and I will tell you why. You may say, well... Why does it have a buzz? Why does it have a buzz? It has a buzz because this camera, the Polaroid 420, is the camera that co-host Matt Marash uses, mm. and also the camera that Canadian photographer April Lee Hutchinson uses. No kidding. April Lee was a guest on the film photography podcast in November of 2010, and she is, I would call her, a Polaroid photographer. Mm-hmm. She uses this, not this very camera, this model camera, and it's been getting a lot of buzz. So I thought that it'd be important to, first of all, feature this camera in the film photography store so you could own one, and to kind of just quickly chit-chat about it. Now, the great thing about pack cameras is that if you have one, I don't want to say if you have one, you have them all, different model numbers, but they're all very similar. This is the 420. When you open up your camera, the first thing you'll see usually is you get a book. This is pretty much standard with every pack camera you buy. You get the full book with the 1970s expression on the back by Polaroid. Please don't litter the landscape. Someone oh, else may want a picture of it. That's because this film produces waste. Waste. Yeah, so don't litter the landscape. I always said that, too. Also, these cameras come with known as the cold clip. Cold clip. A cold clip is something that if you're shooting Polaroid pack film and it's very cold outside, you simply put your film before you peel it into the cold clip and stick it under your armpit. Really? Yeah. As with every pack camera, never use violence. In order to open your bellows, don't yank. Don't get violent. Just go to number one. Who's number one? Lift that up, number one, and then your bellows will come out. Bellows, John. Bellows. Now, this particular camera is already preloaded, but I happen to have another 420. Jeez, Louise. (laughs) And just to show you, at the bottom of every pack camera is this switch. But this is the 420, but the switch is always here. And it opens up, and here is where you would put the film, where you would load film. The film would go through these rollers, which bursts, which bursts a, a pod of chemicals to develop your film. 
Yep, 420. The 400 series cameras made by Polaroid, they all ha- they all have this bracket, which is a very different flash bracket than the 100, 200, or 300 series pack cameras. This bracket was designed to use a high-powered cube. Oh. Yeah, and it has a different bracket. Now, we've been talking up the fact that you can use an electronic flash with your Polaroid pack camera. And at this moment, we're actually in our very studios designing a bracket to hold your favorite electronic flash. Oh. So keep tuned. It's not yet developed, but we're working on it right now. This particular camera, the 420, has what's known as range finder focusing. You would look through this hole to focus, and you would have a split image. So you would see your, your subject. It'd be split. And then as you focus, it would come together, and that's in focus. And then when you're shooting, of course, you put your eye through the eyepiece. Can you see that, John? Mm-hmm. How about that? This particular uh, camera is now loaded with FP100C film. Did you check your ASA, Mike? Thank you, John. You're I really welcome. appreciate that. You're welcome. Yes. FP100C color film, or you can use the FP3000B black and white film. Very, very important with every pack camera. It's important to look at your ASA number before you start shooting to make sure it's in the proper ASA. Some cameras have the ASA here. Other models have a roll button here to change your ASA. But either way, uh, make sure you're in your correct ASA. I'm going to take a quick shot. This will be the first. You're testing this camera now. I'm I'm testing this camera now. And if you decide to buy the 420, which, by the way, the reason I'm doing this video is because so many folks listening to Film Photography Podcast have been... uh, Right now, I'm actually testing this camera for the first time. This has probably been the first time this camera has been fired in many... Many, many years. <laughs> and the reason I'm featuring the 420 is because it's gotten so immensely popular amongst listeners of the Film Photography Podcast. We've been really talking it up. Is this particular model better or worse than any other model? Not really. But it just so happens that April Lee and Matt use it. You know, it's a cool camera. It's got gold letters. But the first thing when you are going to shoot a camera, of course, is to let, check your battery compartment. And as you can see, there's a brand new 3-volt battery. These special batteries are available at filmphotographystore.com. Oh. So <laughs> if you need a battery for your Polaroid camera, we have them. And we're ready to go. This is loaded with FP100C. And I'm going to show you something really cool today because I love using flash photography. You can buy on eBay a flash like this Star Blitz. came out in the early 1990s, maybe the late 1980s. It also comes with a bracket for the bottom so you could attach it all like, you know, old-timey news style mm-hmm. to your camera. That looks like a nightstick. Yeah, I, <laughs> I tend to handhold the flash because it gives you a nice different perspective. Here's there here's a pc what's known as a pc cable and the pc cable very simply attaches to the pc socket on your favorite polaroid pack camera right in there there it goes i'm gonna juice up my flash and i'm gonna take a shot of john to shoot with your polaroid pack camera always just cock the shutter when you're ready to shoot you fire the red button right there red button Red buttons. <laughs> so I'm gonna gonna focus up John. As you can see, by by doing an off camera flash, you have a lot of flexibility to you know do something like this. Ready, John? Yeah. Can you peek up over the camera? Oh, you you, you changed the focus. There's John. Ready? One, two, three. I just took a shot. As with any pack camera, here's your tab to pull your film. Very important to pull Gentle it. Gentle pressure. See, everyone knows now. That's fantastic. Okay. Even a dope like me knows. I rock it. <laughs> hey man, I rock it. Yeah. Who are you, Ace Freely? Hey man, I rock it. I tend to like ro- rock it a little bit as I pull it, just so it doesn't tear. I usually do it very close to the vest. Are you a dolly rocker? 
great. Do not litter the landscape. And here's your pitcher. This pulls out nice and even. And that's it. The Polaroid 420 camera. Catch the buzz. Get yourself a Polaroid 420 camera. Now, you can get this at thefilmphotographystore.com. You can buy this on ebay.com. What kind of investment financially are we talking about? Uh, this is under $50. Oh, it's cheap. Under $50. If you want to buy it on something like the eBay, you can go there. Make sure you send an email to the person selling it and ask them to inspect the battery compartment. You don't want to have a heartbreak by ordering a beautiful camera like this on eBay to find this compartment completely corroded out. Useless. Useless. Well, you'll be sad. You'll be very sad. So just add, before you buy, always ask. Here's my shot of John from the Polaroid 420. I'm going to peel it before your eyes. Bring this camera to a party, you know, and you will rock the house. I kid you not. People will be, you'll have a circle around you. People, oh, especially kids. Kids don't know what to do because they, they can't, they can't, you know. You they don't can't process it. Yeah. Here we go. Yo! Well, that's a nice image. Yeah. Fun with instant photography. This thing. This is your negative. Do not throw it away. In future episode of this shoe. <laughs> what shoe? The future episodes of this show, I'm going to tell you how to take this black thing <laughs> and make a negative out of it that you could scan. Mm. Oh, yeah. If you don't want to wait for the show, just go to Google.com, go to YouTube.com, and type in Reclaim Your Polaroid Negative. The Google. Google. You got film on that thing? Filmed. <laughs> Come on. That's an egregious error to make on this show. Yeah, that last segment was filmed for YouTube. So 16 millimeter or 35 millimeter film? Uh, uh, even, even, Super that, even that is uh, old technology. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, Mini DV. What's that? Recording on tape. Hey, I heard a buzz. Uh, um, I, heard, I heard a buzz. Bzz. In the middle of May, I heard a buzz about a new camera being introduced by Lomography.com. Oh, yeah. Lomography.com, of course, those are the folks in Austria. <coughs> yes. Those two guys. Those two guys. The two guys who went to Russia. Hey, used two. You, yeah. Hey, Russia, could you start up the factory? Come on. And they Crank said, yeah, it up. we'll start it up, but it didn't go so good. So then, like, Putin came in, yeah. and they started it up, and yeah, it went not so good. They gave it the kibosh. So then they went to China, and they started production there. This is all old news, but for, for folks out there listening who don't know what Lomography.com is, first of all, these are toy plastic cameras, and, you know... Oh, what is that, TrackMan? Uh, 401, I don't know what that is. It's probably Matt. 401? I think so. Let's see. Hello? Hello, Mike? Yes. Hey, it's Nolan Ball. Oh, how you doing, Nolan? Good, how are you? Good. 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 Welcome to the Film Photography Podcast. Oh, really? Uh, I didn't, sorry, I, did I interrupt it? No, you did interrupt it, and you're on it right now. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah, folks out there listening, this is Nolan Ball. You're, you're a cinematographer? Yeah, I'm a cinematographer. I work as a first AC on a lot of independent projects. Yep. Including Richard Griffin's Exhibit that just uh, got off. Whoa, a spooky, a spooky horror film. Well, Nolan, can I call you back when we're done taping? Yes, of course, Mike. Thank you. That's great. It was great to have you on. Maybe we'll have you on in the future. <laughs> I'd love to be a part of the show. Great. Awesome, Nolan. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye. Bye. That was uh, Nolan Ball. 
Nolan Ball. Yes. <laughs> Nolan Ball. That's a classic name. It is. You don't meet too many Nolans. No, I, I don't, don't think I ever met one Nolan. You don't know any Nolans? Nope. No Nolans. Nolans he, from Canada. He put the no in Nolan. Nolan uh, was uh, doing AC work, which is known as assistant camera on Pete Jackalone's films. Oh, is that right? That's right. Sculpture, oh. Frat House Massacre, very nice, and done. all these other lurid titles. So, uh, middle of the middle of the month, last month, Lamography.com. L- listen, plastic cameras, but a lot of folks out there that do not give the proper. I-, I could just say it. Don't give any respect to plastic right. cameras because they think, you know, thumbs down. Ugh. Quite frankly, they're a ton of fun, yep. and it is an exercise in letting go. Right. Don't worry you about it. You don't use it. them for the same applications you're going to use your uh, your SLRs. No. It's it's a totally different animal. Yes. It's to have some fun, get some goofy pictures. That's right. So someone tipped me off about a new camera being introduced. So, Do tell. So I emailed Hans Henley. Henley? Henley. At Lomography New York City. Really? Hans was the host, our host, when we did the New York City photo walk. Mm-hmm. And he did a little mini seminar on the LCA camera, which is their staple product. So they're introducing the Lomo LCW. W stands for wide. Mm. Let's see. I got the, I got the, uh, I got, I got the 911 on it right here. You got the 911 on the... Or is the uh, 4... No, it's the 411. <coughs> 911 is like an emergency. Uh, you're right. 411 is uh, information. I got the 411. <laughs> Stunning vignettes, intense colors, and breathtaking saturation and contrast, all on 35-millimeter film. The new 17-millimeter... Ooh. Minigon. That's pretty wide. Minigon 1 ultra-wide-angle lens that'll take every one of your shots into, into the, the wide. 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 Add a whole new dimension to your Lomography shots with a choice of three different photo formats. Unlimited multiple exposures, auto exposure, auto, auto, lightning quick focusing, and a tripod thread. Really? Yep. Interesting. It's newly developed 17mm Minigon ultra wide angle lens. Format frenzy. Choose between full, square, or half frame shots. Really? Vignetting. There are, there are settings for those? Closest focusing distance closer to 0.4 meters. I don't know what the conversion is. Mm. Sounds close, though. <laughs> uh, film ISO capability ranges from 100 to 1600. Really? Programmable auto exposure. Auto. Auto. Lightning fast zone focusing. Really? And a cable release. Huh. Yeah, so this sounds pretty exciting. Sounds fun. I'm hoping that we can get a loaner, or mm. better yet, a giver <laughs> to give away. That would be great. Now, they don't, there's only a limited amount of these cameras, so that, so they don't have a big inventory right now, so I'm cool. All right. I want to get a loner to take to the UK. I was going to say, it'd be nice to shoot some shots of London Town with a 17-millimeter yes. Lomo camera. Speaking of London Town, so that's new from Lomography.com. By the way, speaking of London, we're having our FPP official photo walk in London on the 18th of June this year, 2011. Both myself and John Fideli are there. Anyone in the UK who wants to join us, well, you can send me an email at filmphotographypodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Or, or you can go to the Flickr group, Flickr, Flickr.com, search Film Photography Podcast in groups, and there's a thread, a sticky thread. A what? Sticky thread. What does that mean? That means you make it sticky. It's always at the top. Oh. Uh, it says London, UK meetup. I would love, love to meet all of our folks in the UK and what? Maybe Europe. France. Europe. Germany's. All over Europe. Germany. Where else? Or Russia. Scotland. Scotland, Ireland, yep. uh, Sweden, yep. Czechoslovakia, yep. Russia, yep. all our friends it. all over the world. How, how long from Sweden to, to UK? I don't know. can't be any 
longer than it is from, well, maybe it is. I would like to share with you folks about a gallery show. When I first signed up to Flickr Mm -hmm. in late 2008, the thing that inspired me, the images that inspired me, were the images of Kelly White. Hmm. Kelly White. She's in Australia. Oh, good day. Queensland. Oh. <laughs> and uh, she paints with light. Interesting. We spoke about her photography probably in the olden days of FPP, mm. one of the first few episodes. And I've been keeping in touch with Kelly and uh, have amazing admiration for her work because uh, when someone does something with to- photography that you haven't done yourself or tried, it's awe-inspiring. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh my God, how do they do that? Right. The patience to paint with light. Queensland Center for Photography Gallery Show. Opening night is June 11th from 5 to 8 p.m. Excellent. Exhibition dates are the 12th of June to the 10th of July, 2011. Mm. So if you're in Queensland, before you Queensland. Come, before you come to England for our photo walk or after when you get back. Go to Queensland. Go to Queensland. Check it out. Yes. Kelly White, amongst others, Damien Dillon, Henry Van Nordenberg, Renata Buziak, Glenn O'Malley, Alana Hampton, Anne Collins, Ruth Francis, and Pat Bolger. These are all artists being exhibited. So a big shout out to Kelly. Big shout out. Big, big shout out. Shout out. Shout it. Shout it. Shout it out loud. You've got to take a picture. Shout it. How many people will get that reference? Everybody. You think so? Yes. Wow. Shipping to the UK. You know what the you know, an unusual thing is happening with the filmphotographystore.com. What's that, Mike? The unusual thing is that folks outside of the United States are ordering film, especially the Fuji film for the Polaroid Pack cameras. Pack film. Because this film is difficult to find outside the U.S. No kidding. And the price is almost double and triple in some lands. Oh, my goodness. So it's cheaper to buy the film from FPP with with our shipping shipping than it is to buy it in your own country. That's insane. And also the FPP store, you know, we are we are a mom pop. Yes. It's only a, a you know handful of folks here lovingly picking and packing your order. Not every online store is going to ship internationally in the U.S. Really? What know? is it? I mean, are there any restrictions for sending film? No, we're not sending chemistry. Just put it in a box. So Pancho, you know, our good friend Darren Riley, Pancho. Uh, I was browsing the FPP store and wondering about shipping prices to the U.K. specifically for the Fuji Pack film. Do you know how much it would cost to mail a pack film over here? How much? How much you're looking for, Pancho? It's very expensive over here, and remarkably, it might be cheaper for me to buy it from your store and have it shipped. Not very green, but needs must. <laughs> oh, I guess the film's not green because wow. it's so much waste. Right. Thanks, Darren. P.S. I think I'll be meeting Heidi Mace from Lomography UK this Saturday as she's coming to Manchester to do a Lomography Roadshow, which I will be attending. I'll have a good chat with her about the meetup. Darren, of course, is organizing the UK meetup, which is fantastic. Oh, here's a second. Another email. This email just just in from Linda Scott, Lomography UK. I will aim to have a handful of really keen London Lomographers on hand to meet with you, and we could take a look at two new cameras that we are launching later this month. Hmm. I'm afraid that I can't give you more information about either, but I'll be able to fill you in later in the month. That's, that's what you call... Ooh, setting up uh, yeah. some heavy-duty anticipation. The next there. thing will be take part in some kind of workshop. Oh, man, this is, uh, London, UK. It's going to be the, the bomb. That's going to happen while we're out there. Yeah. Some new, brand new unveilings. They're going to set up a workshop while we're there. Cool. Fantastico. Speaking of Polaroid, this is from Nate from Option 8. <laughs> Great. You like that? Yeah, I love that. Nate from Option 8. Yes. And his uh, avatar is a guy slipping off a cliff. Like, yikes! <laughs> Uh, thanks f- again for the continued support of my work on your podcast. Nate has an online resource for Polaroid where you could uh, learn about 
just about anything you could think of, like uh, mishaps, problems, oh. how to use the camera, oh. how to change the battery, like if you want to ch- modify your battery to take AAA batteries. And he also has some camera sales online as well. Cha-ching. That's right. I bought a Polaroid 100 automatic land camera from Nate from Option 8. Mm. How about that? Yes. I notice you occasionally mention things which may benefit my site. Nate is telling us about his resource about electronic flash because we've been pushing the FPP electronic flash bracket. Adaptive bracket, yeah. Yes, to use an electronic flash with the Polaroid land camera. So Nate's saying, hey, I have a page here because people have a lot of questions about uh, M and X sync. Okay. That's X sync is electronic sync apparently where you, know, you fire your flash and it opens the shutter, and captures the flash at the right time. Mm-hmm. M-Sync is designed for a bulb, which means that the light that comes out of the massive flash bulb reflects off the subject back into the electric eye on the camera, which tells it to sh- shut the shutter. No kidding. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. That's crazy, right? That's some technological uh, process So there. there's some information on the Option 8 page. So I believe it's instantoptions.com, and then you'll see facts, the facts section, F-A-Q-S. Yes. Mm. So thank you, Nate. From Option 8. That's right. This is from our pal Lance Rothstein. Used to be Lance from Belgium. Mm-hmm. Now it's Lance Rothstein in Belgium ah. because Dan Domi has notified us that, oh, you know, he's not from Belgium. He's from Florida. Oh, really? Yeah. But he's in Belgium. Yes. So now it's Lance Rothstein in Belgium. Our man in Belgium. That's right. Is it too late to enter this splendiferous Polaroid camera giveaway? There's some awesome stuff in there. Uh, well, Lance, it is, but we have the, the you know we had our previous Polaroid 600 giveaway. Now we have the Polaroid pack camera giveaway. Pack. So, Lance, I'm entering you in the pack camera giveaway. This is from Lance. He says, even though I actually donated one of the cameras, it would be super cool if I was able to win a different one. So, Basically, if he won, it would be funny if we packed his camera yeah. back up uh-huh. and sent it back to him. <laughs> we would think it's funny. I don't think Lance might. As you know, I'm a huge instant photography fan. I really appreciate all the mentions you've given me on the show. If, for some incalculable reason, I have won my own camera, then ca- <laughs> then kindly just move on to the next contestant. Keep up the magnificent work. It is really appreciated. He has an APO address, which means he is in secret service. Is that right? He's in the service. We don't know what service. Oh, okay. So. Well, let's not speculate. Yep. We have a new listener, Tattoo Dave. Hey. Yep. Tattoo Dave. Where's Hi. Tattoo Dave from? I don't know. Got to be U.S. He's telling us about what's known as cloud storage. This is fairly new. For Amazon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Amazon.com has their new free cloud storage. MP3s. Oh, you could buy the space and you put all your stuff up there you for safekeeping. Yeah, you load all your music up there and you can play it anywhere from any device. You could put any music. Oh, whoa. Yeah. What do you mean? You could play it right off of the stuff that's uploaded on, on the... Yes. No way. Yeah, you play you it could, anyway. You play it on your phone. Can you link your uh, your iTunes on your computer to the cloud? I, that I... Well, what do you mean? To well, you're saying... All your You're saying you could play it off of the storage up in the cloud. Right. First From of all, any computer. cloud technology, cloud storage, and this is like fairly new. Maybe I think the, there may even be some copyright things going yeah, on. Yeah, all of that. a sudden everything's called cloud. Like, you know, a few months ago we weren't, we, we were talking about storing online, but we right. didn't call it cloud. No. It's been coined by some madman. Yeah. Well, Amazon is calling their system the cloud. Is it them or no, Microsoft too, I guess. Everyone calls it cloud. It's generic. Right? It says while you can upload uh, many files at once, uh, you can download only one at a time. I have an old Hotmail account that has a SkyDive with 25 gigabytes free. 
and it's easy to upload multiple files, but downloading also one at a time. I guess there's a reason why that. Do you know of any services that were mentioned in the podcast that have the same issue, I guess downloading one at a time, or are the creation dates preserved? What does that mean? Got me. I don't know. Well, Dave, Tattoo Dave, we're, we're going to look into uh, clouds. Yeah, we'll check it out. Yeah, we're going to stick our heads in the clouds. It's a PC we'll thing, though, i got to say. Oh, the Amazon is a PC thing? Well, the, the Microsoft Cloud oh. <coughs> is a PC thing. So there's a commercial where people are sitting in the airport and their airplane's delayed. And they're like, what are we going to do? And he's like, come on, we'll get on the cloud. And they get on the cloud and watch TV. We have a letter here from James Dean. Jimmy Dean? We don't know if it's part of the Jimmy Dean sausage empire. Could be. He's or illegitimate offspring of James, James Dean. Dean. Could be. This is from the UK. Ah, it's called London Film Photography Group, and it says, I have recently set up a London-based film photography group using meetups.com. Hmm. Meetups.com is you do meetups, and you have it all logged on a site so people could like chime in and be like, I'm, I'll be there. Oh, nice. I'm in. Yeah. We are very small but growing. We meet every couple of weeks to shoot film on various London locations and then chat about the joy of shooting on film. I have recommended your podcast to all members as required listening. Yeah. You know what, James Dean? Right on. Thanks, That's man. what we need. We yeah. need more people like... And to be part of this club, you have to listen to <laughs> the Film <laughs> Photography Podcast. It's like buying books for school. James wanted to know about... Can suggest photographic assignments for each podcast. Film groups or individuals could shoot on that theme and then post on Flickr and compare results. That's a good idea. Yeah, it's a little... It's kind of restrictive. Because right now we're doing the giveaways. Well, you know, but people can or can take part or not. Well, I don't want to call it assignments because we've had like uh, themes. We've had we've had no, we've had uh, photographic themes like giving away uh, technical pan black and white film, mm. uh, giving away um, film with processing. He's just in the saying past. every month have a have a theme and have some people post. In well, there. the thing is, uh, we did a Ektar twenty five. The thing about it, sending the film out, like the tech pan theme, we sent the film out. But the results back are very minimal. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying folks didn't shoot with the film, but it's not like everyone was rushing to get ah. their assignment in. Hmm. And I think by calling it assignments, putting too many restrictions, mm. I think we need to be kind of loose about it. It's like, look, if you win, you win. Mm. What are we going to be putting a thumb on people? Like, uh, where's those pictures? Yeah. Can't really do that. No. You know? Shouldn't be expected. No. Just like if you're entering a contest to win a Polaroid pack camera, we say, hey, you know, if you're ready shooting Polaroid film, maybe take a pass. But we don't enforce that. Yeah, it's just the way they How say. can you enforce it? Yes, well, you know, whatever. It's up to, uh, you know, the individual. Last the police week, themselves. James Dean. Last week, we got hassled by security guard who tried to stop us from taking a picture of a hotel. All right, shove off, you bums. <laughs> you shutterflies. Piss off. We were on a public street and quite within our rights and managed to calm him down and explain yeah. that we didn't need a permit to shoot his building, right. but that if he wanted us to avoid anything or anyone in particular, we could abide by his wishes. Do other groups... Wow, that's generous. Yeah, people tend to go, get, James. Do other groups have problems shooting in public, and is it something photographers should be concerned about? Well, well, I know the rule in New York City yes. is if you have it on a tripod... No sticks. You're not allowed to do it. Yeah, don't do it. But... I've been um, in the city a lot. I used to shoot video a lot in the city. We'd need B-roll. What is B-roll, John? Uh, just shots that are incidental to the story that you would cut in la later on. Right. Just to cover up and keep things going. Cover up and edit or whatnot. And uh, the corporate buildings always sent security out. Said, nope. Immediately. Yep. Nope. What are you doing? You got a permit? Who do you know here on the property? You were not allowed near the property. So if you wanted to shoot it, you had to go across the street. 
or mm-hmm. away from them. You nick a shot. Yeah, but if you wanted like a nice low angle shot of the building, a you could zoom. Yeah, you couldn't get it because you get chased off the property. The property being the sidewalk to the street. So James Dean, here's a scoop. Be stealth. You got, yeah, you got to be stealth, and most importantly, very important, number one importance, be cool. Yeah. I've no, read th- it sounds like he's got the be cool under Yeah, control. I've read threads on other sites where people get very hostile. You know what? Walk away. It's not yeah. worth it. Yeah. It's not worth it. Take their picture while they're getting all PO'd. That'll be a nice one. There are people out there, yeah. and I know some people, who authority enrages them. Yeah. Are you one of them? You might be one of them. Slightly. You used to be a lot I, worse. I have a line. Uh, that line has been stepped back a little bit, but yes, I have a line. You know what, folks? Listen, man. Bunking it is not going to do anything but raise your blood pressure. Seriously. If a guy a security guard. He's trying to do his job. Maybe he's. Yeah, but you he doesn't know, have to be a dick about it. Though. I was going to say D I C K oh. for all the toddlers that are now listening because our audience toddlers. has grown. <laughs> you don't have to be a jerk about it. Yeah, and you're right. Some people in the position of authority abuse it, and you know, trying to be like you know, Mr. Big Man. Right. Just let it go. Just let it. Just walk. Just let it go. It's their moment to shine. So the matter you get at them, the more they enjoy. That Watch moment. Rambo at the end of it. <laughs> let it go. Let it go. <laughs> Oh, no, actually, Rambo says that to, uh, who's the big guy, the sheriff? Brian Dennehy. Brian Dennehy, yeah. Sheesh. Brian Dennehy, this uptight sheriff, sees this vagabond driving into town. Yeah. He picks him up to give him a ride, then drives him to the border of right. town. He's like, all right, see you, buddy. Says, I don't want to see you back in my town again. Yeah. Rambo, annoyed and hungry. Immediately. <laughs> well. Annoyed and hungry, starts walking into the town. Sheriff sees him. Same thing. Sends him away. Again. Arrests him, beats him up. He doesn't want to know. He doesn't want to be told what to do, Rambo. Rambo blows up the whole town. Then finally, in the woods. He kills dogs and all kinds of he, stuff. He gets Brian Dennehy with a big knife against a tree. He's like, and he's like, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Rambo should have let it go. Let, let, it, let it go. go. Do you think Rambo should have let it go at the very yeah. start of the pitch? Yeah. He should have just walked out of the damn town. I'd be like, I don't want to be in this joint. Then at the end, Colonel Troutman. <laughs> Richard Crenna. Richard Crenna, excellent, comes in. Rambo! Yep. It's over, Johnny. It's over! Nothing is over! Nothing! Rambo has his monologue. Remember that monologue? There was a cow. There was a bullet. There was a dollar. That dude was my head. I was in charge of million dollar equipment. Back here, I can't even hold the job. Fucking cars! In Vietnam, I was king. In Vietnam, I was a boss. I ran million dollar equipment. Here, I can't even get a job in a car wash. <laughs> you understood all that? I never knew what any of the words James are James Jankowitz can recite it. Word for word. Oh, that's pretty sad. Yeah. Wow. Let it go, people. Yeah. It's over, Jenny. The FPP photo walk in New York City, James Dean, was so smooth. It was so cool, so calm. It really had that, you know. Let it all hang out feel. Had that lamography vibe. Everything was cool. And you know the coolest thing about it, James Dean? <laughs> the coolest thing about it was that you had guys there with these huge Mamiya cameras. Mm. You know, these, these bulky, expensive cameras. Guys with Hasselblad 500s. Wow. Matt Mirage with an 8x10 camera strapped My to his back. God. It was an environment where there was no judgment. Right. And we went into the Leica Gallery, and there was a, a Zach Garifanakis-looking guard there. Oh, yeah. I can't shoot here. <laughs> I took a Polaroid portrait of one of the uh, folks on the walk with us. Oh, did you? And he came up to us. He, I can't shoot here. Annoyed that he has to actually open his mouth. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, I'm really, really sorry. I'm, I wasn't shooting your exhibit. I, I was just shooting, you know, this person. I can't shoot here. 
devoid of any uh, emotion. Yeah. He could have been a robot. He's programmed. And uh, I just said, okay. But he wasn't a D-I-C-K about it. He didn't no. confiscate my Polaroid like right. Tiny Tim would have. Yeah. Tiny Tim. Yeah. Took our tape. Yeah. You ask about that story, you podcast listeners out there. The Tiny Tim. I'm talking about tiptoes through the tulips. Tiny Tim. It's like, oh, you boys are very fresh. Big goon comes in. <laughs> Give me your tapes now or I'm going to mortalize you. Stupid. We were. I don't like your We should have hit him with the tape. That was Tiny Tim, man. <sighs> Who would have thought Tiny Tim could freak out like that? So that's it, James Dean. That's that's a scoop on, uh, you know, rights. You may have the right, but, you know, you may have the right. Mm-hmm. You may want to fight for your right to take photography. What's going on with the Beastie Boys? They have a new video on YouTube. And it's a whole, like, retro thing? Well, it takes off. It takes up where the Fight for Your Right to Party video ended. So it's, a, is it's it called a, Fight for Your Right to Party Part 2, I oh, think. Oh, it's a sequel. Yeah. Is it necessary? Uh, it's fun. Zach Galifianakis in it? No. Everybody else is, though. Uh, who's the kid from, uh, what was that big movie that, uh, you know, that movie? Will Ferrell's in it. He's really oh, funny. Oh, Will Ferrell. Oh. He's really funny. Cowbell. Jack Black is in it. Jack Black. Is Nels Klein in it? Nels Klein. He may be, but I didn't see his name. Uh, this is a letter from Hunter White. Hunter. Recently, my grandma gave me an old golden Ryko 16mm film camera. Ryko? No kidding. Uh, Rico. Rico. Golden Rico. R-I-C-O-H. I have heard of 16mm movie film. I love letters like this. Yeah. People who like, I heard of 16mm movie film <laughs> and never, but never photographic film. Well, it's the same. It's the same, Mr. Uh, Mr. Hunter. My question is, where can I get some 16mm film and how would I get it processed? Hmm. This is a great question wow. that I actually don't have solid answers on because wow, when question. we do a feature film... John and I would shoot feature films on 16mm, but we would take, like, I don't know, thousands of feet of film mm. to a lab right. and get it processed and then do film-to-tape transfer. It's a huge, expensive process. How would you get 16mm film to shoot stills? You buy a big, buy a 400-foot oh, no, no. roll? I think he's talking about making movies. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, oh no. No, he's talking about still camera. Right. These, sti- these old-timey cameras that took 16mm film. 16mm film. I'll have to buy like a 50-foot oh. roll of 16-millimeter film and uh, How many chop frames would you get? Like uh, 5 million thousand? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. There's some have to cut it up. There's some jibber-jabber online. <laughs> what didn't uh, Mr. T used to say that? Jibber-jabber. Don't give me no jibber-jabber. About digital photographers who don't even shoot stills anymore. They just shoot video and then pull the stills out. Oh, that that is, is not photography. That is effing That is stupid. not. But you... <laughs> But you agree that shooting a movie and then pulling frames out is not photography, John. It's, it's video making. It's filmmaking. I don't know what it is, but it just doesn't sound right. You're not composing. You're not right. getting a shot. The beauty is gone. It's happenstance. It's kind of like when we would go out and shoot. Uh, I would shoot for producers who didn't know what was going on with their story. They, oh. they just have me shoot everything. Shoot that. Shoot this. Shoot that. Shoot that. And then they would go back and compile everything and pull a story out of their butt. <laughs> <laughs> with all these footage, with all this footage, that's what it sounds like to me. Just taking a bunch of wild video and then seeing if there's anything that stands out as an image in there, which is interesting. Sounds like a bit of a hunt. It's a long way to go for Hunter, an image. I don't know what to tell Hunter. I don't know of a lab that would develop like 50 feet. Uh, it's got to be. Oh, well, first of all, let's investigate this further. What is the golden Rico 60 millimeter film camera? Is uh, it a motion picture it camera? Is it a still camera? Let's find out. To look it up. Hunter, if you get this, if you hear this before I correspond. Hunter, can you hear me? Uh, Hunter's website is http colon forward slash forward slash hunter w dot show it site. 
S H O W I T S I T E dot com. I sent Hunter a, a camera. He was without a camera. Oh, well, that was nice. So Hunter won a camera from FPP. Well, I, you know what? I want to hear more about this. This has got me, me intrigued. Uh, hey, this is from Rick Schuster. Hey. <laughs> oh, before I get to Rick's letter. There we go. I have the new issue here, folks, of American Photo, one of my favorite magazines. For the time being. A- angered, appalled, and enraged. Generally. Who's the editor? Uh, keep going. Turn turn pages. Turn. <laughs> turn. Turn the page. Turn again. Do any of you folks out there have, like, books with records when your kids were just like... Oh, yeah. Turn the page. Keep going. One more. You got to do the sound, John. Keep going. Okay, thank you. One there we more. go. No, that's it, right One here. One more. Right here, editor-in-chief. Oh. Scott Alexander. Hey, Scott. Scott, listen up. <laughs> Looks like a nice guy. Yeah, I'm sure he is. There's an article in here. I'm sitting at Max Diner, just like, you know, enjoying my... Enjoying your grilled cheese? No, no, no. I'm enjoying my... Uh, my Gyro. My, my egg wrap. There's an article here in the back of the magazine called Skills, Digital Darkroom, Faking Polaroid Image Transfers. Uh-oh. It's easy to simulate the subtle look and feel of Polaroid image transfers with a few steps by Diano Nikitas. Now, I have no problem with using your digital darkroom to emulate something because this is, you know, if that's what you're into, if you want to shoot digital and you want mm-hmm. to look like Polaroid, great. You know, do what you want to do. If you enjoy that, great. But I felt that, listen to this first paragraph. The demise of Polaroid has robbed photographers of two classic analog printing techniques, emulsion lifts, discussed here in March-April, and our topic this issue, image transfers. Thankfully, it's not hard to simulate the technique digitally using Adobe Photoshop. What's wrong with that paragraph? Oh, Mike. John? Okay. What's wrong with the paragraph? There's no demise in Polaroid. There is no demise in Polaroid. Polaroid, he's taking... No demise of Polaroids, I guess. The author of the article is taking... Fact, hard fact. You're taking hard fact and creating a misconception. And that hard fact is that Polaroid no longer makes film. Fact. Right. I like it when you do it better, John. The the hard fact is that Polaroid does not make film. Fact. Oh, yeah, a good one. But he's completely ignoring the fact, 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 that Fujifilm makes FP100C for Polaroid transfers. And that's a fact. That is a fact, and that is a hard fact, and that is a fact that, like, my stack blew, like, you know, like in a cartoon, like, (laughs) (laughs) there are thousands and thousands and thousands of Polaroid pack cameras on eBay, not to mention Holga with Polaroid backs, that people are shooting FP100C and doing image transfers, so... Mr. The, Mr. Theano. Ah. No! <laughs> Why don't you just say, how dare you, sir? All you're doing is you're, you're, you're putting the last, you're putting the hammer down the on last, the last nail oh, in the wow. coffin to tell people that there is no more analog, that there is no more chemical instant photography. It's over, Johnny. Which is a lie. It's great that that faking Polaroid image transfers are available using Photoshop. Mm. But it's horrible for people reading this beautiful magazine, American Photo, don't know that they have an option to use 
Fujifilm to do it for real. Nothing is over! Nothing! You just don't turn it off! It wasn't my war! You asked me, I didn't ask you! And I did what I had to do to win! But somebody wouldn't let us win! Because doing it in Photoshop is a skill, but it's not tactile. Who are they to protest me, huh? It's not real. You're not getting your fingers dirty. Who are they? Unless they've been me and been there and know what the hell they're yelling about! I'm annoyed, and rightfully so. It was a bad time for everyone, Rambo. Mm -hmm. This is the brand new issue. This is the brand new issue. What issue? What month? How dare you? In the field, we had a code of honor. You watch my back, I watch yours. How <laughs> dare you, sir? May, June, 2011. Wow. So, you know, listen. Couldn't no matter it. how angry you are, you have to have a very focused professional, on-point email to be considered. I'm not sending an angry email to my favorite magazine, American Photo. Mm -hmm. I'm sending a very... You shouldn't. I'm sending a One little mistake for a magazine is forgivable. I'm sending a... Con this is... Right here, there's an ad for Sony. It's called Digital Days. These are Digital Days, my friend. We are the few. The proud. <laughs> yes. You know, so I'm just going to send a beautiful email explaining what was omitted, you know, expressing that there are... It's misleading that there are photographers, young photographers, who want to get their hands on film that think they have no options, and it's not fair, and it's mm. not right. No. So, but if we send enough emails, cool, calm, and collected, we will make a difference. It's all about the love. Well, I mean, if you, the thing is, if you feel the same way... AmericanPhotomag.com. Let's go there. Let's send some letters to the editor. Let's Just explain. to let them know that maybe, perhaps, that, re that one reporter who does not reflect all the views of the magazine... Yes. All the views... All the all of the views. Oh, they said all views. No, all the views of the magazine. What's a ute? He didn't uh, perhaps do all of his research. And correctly. we don't want this needs to be your email. I'm going to publish a link on the uh, film photography uh, Flickr group and on Facebook. With the link, hopefully there'll be an online article. This poor guy has no idea. He probably just threw that off just as an intro to say, hey, you know, you can't do Polaroids, but look, you can mimic it. And he has no idea. You need to leave options. Maybe he was, he, maybe he was like bound by a word count. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Rick Schuster. Yeah. Rick won the Seagull TLR last month that our friend May from Canada donated to mm -hmm. FPP. This is a big success story. Did he get it? I just received my new Seagull TLR that I won from Use Guys. <laughs> nice. He doesn't say that. I oh. say that. I uh. can't wait to use it. And thanks for the roll of 120 film thrown in with it. That's right. We have the FPP cooler where we have film that I've contributed, you out there have contributed. It's ready to ship. It's right. <laughs> I'm going to send some pics when I get to shooting it. I recently started a blog, and I'm sure to feature the Seagull soon. HTTP colon forward slash forward slash. Shotonfilm.wordpress.com. Rick, thank you. He has a nice link to FPP. Great. Thanks for being considerate. That's Thanks. very nice. And congratulations. Congratulations on the TLR. It's a beautiful camera. I want to tell everyone quickly before we take a break about Plastic Magpie Camera Club. Hmm. What at? Our good friend Nick Moyes. By the way, Nick Moyes, he's in uh, London. So how would he talk? <laughs> Hello, Nick Moyes here. <laughs> what if he was like, what if he was like from where Paul McCartney came from? Liverpool. Liverpool. Like, Hello, Rick. <laughs> I'm really happy know. to support the film photography podcast. Just really happy to be here. I feel like this is Sir Paul McCartney. That's good, John. Oh, thank you. What would he say? And he, when he did, when John did the face too. You know when Paul talks, <laughs> he does that face. <laughs> I love Paul McCartney. Not so much. John, John, John is. John. I love him, but not so much. I love Sir Paul McCartney. Ah. It's nothing bad you could say. The guy's been wrestling on his laurels the past thirty Bull years. S. The last 30 years. The guy is a musical god. 
He is, but you know, look, nobody remains relevant their whole lives. This is Scott Muni. On today's show, we have John Lennon, some bits and bobs, and later our good friend Yoko Ono will be in the studio. Remember that? She'll be auctioning off some of John's toenails clippings. <laughs> Do you remember? This you is Scottzo. Scottzo. Roger Waters from Pink Floyd was on his show. Was he really? He was off his gourd. Who? Roger Waters? Roger Waters in 1985 talking about the Falklands. Oh, my God. He was God. off his gourd. Yeah. He was crazy. Used and dropping F-bombs on the radio. He was out of his Falkland mind. He was out of his mind. And after, he's like, Scott was like, because. Uh, uh, we apologize. No, he was like. Uh, Roger, we have uh, so-and-so standing by. And Roger's like, you're cutting me off? He's like, uh, well, you used up your time, and you didn't have to really use those words. <laughs> it's amazing. I have it on tape. Really? I gotta I'd find to, that. I'd love to hear that. I gotta find that. I'd absolutely love it. Roger Waters take the 194 bus from New York City over here and like to punch me in the face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Nick Lo- Nick Loys from London. Nick Mason from Pink Floyd. <laughs> Nick Moyes from London is going to join us on our p- 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 photo walk. Great. Well, what's his camera club all about? It's not his camera club. He sent us a link. Oh. Plastic Magpie is run by artists who understand that demands of pure creativity Stop. and an individual's need to experiment. Huh? <laughs> Plastic Magpie is run by artists who understand that demands of pure creativity and an individual's need to experiment. We take it upon ourselves to provide you with the tools, materials, and services to enable you to focus on making completely beautiful and utterly outstanding images. Great. Plastic Magpie Camera Club. And I believe you go to plasticmagpie.com. Do they rent cameras? And they stuff? have a page. No, I don't know. They have a page, by the way. Oh, oh, what got me to this? Yeah. John. Yeah, what? They have a page on uh, 620 film spools. Oh, no kidding. The process of taking a nail clipper... A nail clipper. And uh, making your own 620 spools from a 120 spool. So thank you, Nick, Nick Moyes. Plasticmagpie.com. Mm. Take a break in a minute. Uh, uh, Rick Schuster, good luck on that uh, Seagull TLR 120. Yeah, have fun. We're going to take a break. and we come back, we're going to be talking a little bit about Polaroid pack cameras. How shocking. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> Did you ever have one of these? A good old box camera? When I was a kid, Dad would get us on outside. He'd make us pose facing the sun. Then holla... Hold it, everybody, hold it. Then click, got it. I hope. Well, picture taking is a lot easier, more relaxed now, especially flash pictures. In fact, indoor picture taking is as easy as shooting outdoors. Watch this. When your daughter gets up to dance, that can be a memorable moment. And when a moment you want to remember pops up, pop on the new Sylvania Blue Dot Flash Cube to make sure you get all the action. With Sylvania's new invention, the Blue Dot Flash Cube, you can now take four flash pictures without changing bulbs and capture for another day all those great pictures that used to get away. And you can be sure you'll get the shots you want because Sylvania's famous Blue Dot is right there on each bulb. For regular cameras, always get Sylvania Blue Dot Flash Bulbs. For new Flash Cube cameras, get Blue Dot Flash Cubes. Sylvania Blue Dots, for sure shots. Great, isn't it? Easy and fun. Whether it's with Flash Cubes, which by the way, Sylvania invented really something, or Flash Bulbs, both with Sylvania's famous Blue Dot. And remember what the man said. 
That blue dot is your assurance the bulb is good. It's so easy to capture those great moments. Not just the special occasions, but all the fun things that happen every day in your home. Can you really afford to miss them? So keep your camera handy along with Blue Dots from Sylvania, a member of the GT&E family of companies. Missed any good memories lately? Hello, and today I'm here to tell you about getting a lag when using an electronic flash with your Polaroid, with your favorite Polaroid pack camera. Today I have the uh, Polaroid 104 pack camera, and you may say, well, what is a lag? Well, a lag is when you fire the shutter, it flashes, but the shutter remains open, and that creates sort of a dreamy, kind of interesting look to your photography. And I discovered the lag quite by accident. If you have your electronic flash on your camera, plugged into your camera, ready to shoot, and your setting is on normal, which is in the middle, right in the middle, then the shutter will fire and close relatively quick, creating a flash image. Here's a shot of John using a flash made with color film and the same flash unit. Today we're going to shoot on black and white film and try to get that lag effect. And to get that effect, you take your darken lighten and you turn it to lighten. All the way? Uh, mostly, almost all the way. Now you may say, well Mike, or isn't my image going to be overexposed? Yes, you may overexpose by doing that, but you could put a piece of diffusion here on your flash and I'm going to do that right now, even though you may say, well, you know, do you have the right tools well, for that? You know, you have the right tools for that? <laughs> I'm just taking a paper cup. This is just a clear cup. Don't litter. Just cutting it. I'm going to cut it. This is making an instant diffuser. Boom. <laughs> like a madman. Yeah! <laughs> I didn't prepare this, so I got to do it, you know, lickety split. Take this, I'm gonna double it up because I'm gonna be shooting pretty close to John. See, diffuse, put it on your camera, flash, called makeshift diffuser. Bing, bam, boom, flim, flam, flume. There it is. That's going to diffuse the amount of light coming out of the flash. Hopefully we won't overexpose. You ready? Mm-hmm, yes. Good. Here we go. One, two, three, good. Nice. Now what happened was, John had a flashlight and the shutter fired, and because it's on lighten, the shutter stayed open after the flash exposed the picture, meaning that the camera is looking for enough light in the electronic eye to shut the, f shut the shutter. Are you following this? Yeah. So John, he took a flashlight and went, and what it did, it hit the electronic eye and shut the shutter down. Oh, really? Yes, but it may yield a very dreamy kind of picture. Let's. Oh. oh, let's eject our image. Very good. Let's try one more. Okay. We're, we're gonna do a second one. This time I'm not gonna use the flash. Yeah, you're, yeah I'm gonna shake a shake like a Polaroid. <laughs> you ready, John? Yeah. Here we go. Yeah, that's good. Now stay perfectly still. And then once I hit the fire, make, <laughs> make a funny face. Okay. Ready? Here we go. One, two, three. Now, we're gonna see what we got. And that's the fun of film photography. Most of the time, you don't know what you're gonna get until you send it to the lab. But instant Polaroid photography, you gotta wait a minute. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, this oh. Is that folks, that's that, that, you know, circle, that, that circle you see, that's John's flashlight 
It's actually, you're painting with a flashlight. I'm painting with light? He's painting with light. That's by using this technique called shutter lag. Very nice. Let's see the other one. Here's our second exposure. We're going to peel it. This is the one where we did a shaky, shake a shake like a Polaroid. Whoa! John, it looks like a, it looks like a still from The Exorcist. That's crazy. It's crazy. Now, what happened here was the shutter stayed open, and John, John was making all sorts of blah. So what you have is a double, triple, it's like ghosting, ghosting exposure, and it looks There's an image right there. On my yeah, chest. it looks very, very strange. So the possibilities are kind of you know really open to do something really exciting by using this technique. So to review, your Polaroid Pack camera, use an electronic flash. Make sure your darken lighten is closer to lighten. When you fire the button, your shutter will open, click, and then will remain open. That's when you do wacky stuff, shake a shake a Polaroid, or have your friend with a flashlight, or let's say a tiki torch, like, yeah! And then the shutter will close, and then it will yield kind of crazy pictures. Diffuse your light a little bit. You don't have a diffuser. You don't want to go to the camera store. You don't want to go online. Go to your local food store and get some clear plastic cups. So now what? Fuji FP3000B instant film with your Polaroid pack camera. You may say, well, what's so special about that? Well, I'm going to show you what's special about that. And I thought everyone knew this, but apparently not. And that's why I'm sharing it with you today. When you shoot with FP3000B film, it produces a negative that you can scan. This is a less contrasty, kind of grindy, little bit grainier image when you scan it on a flatbed scanner and then reverse the image, of course. I'm going to shoot a shot of John with the, uh, I have the Polaroid 104 Automatic Auto. camera. Auto. Cock the shutter. John, would you mind shutting off that big light? Sure. <laughs> Thank you. I'll try. Okay, here we go. One. Go. One, two, three. Stand by to go and go. Nice. That was a long, yeah. long shutter. So we just shot an image using FP3000B out of the camera. We're going to just wait for a second while this develops. The great thing about the Fujifilm 3000B film is that uh, it produces a negative that's scannable. And if you're wondering what that looks like, I'm going to show you right now. I'm going to peel this. Now, with this particular exposure, we were kind of just playing around. You know, we were, uh, we were just playing around with the shutter. We got, like, uh, painting with light, an experimental, weird, odd image. And um, the film is usually kind of contrasty. You know, your blacks are black, which is wonderful. But if you want something less contrasty, what people forget or don't know is the fact you could take the negative side, do not throw this away, and just save it. Save it and wait for it to dry. And once it dries, here's another image of John. Once it dries, just place this on your uh, flatbed scanner and just scan it. And then in your, um, your uh, editing software, reverse the image so it's positive. Then tweak your levels, uh, your exposure levels. Make it a little more contrasty to your taste. In this case, you know, I'm using Photoshop 7. I'll show you these levels, how to adjust the levels to your liking and how you could wind up with very good-looking images. And you also get the nice chemical border uh, on your image. Each, every one of your shots is an original. This is not 
phone apps. This is not digital technology where you're applying uh, a setting. If you want to write to me, filmphotographypodcast at gmail.com. The website, filmphotographypodcast.com. We'll be right back right after this quick message. Well, we got a few more letters. A letter from a new listener, Brian Knobloch. Brian says, I am now at episode six and working my way up. You know, that's really interesting uh, because we're kind of in the now here at FPP. You know, we're in the now 2011. We're living in the future. Yeah, we're, you know, and as time becomes expansive, those shows start seeming old. Yeah. So when people start at the beginning and they write an email about a show that was from a year and a half ago, it seems... Yeah. Unusual it's for ancient. me. Yeah. It's hard to get your mind around But the that. person listening to but it. But it's new. Yeah. New it's for them. Yeah, new for them. That's exciting. I just brought, yeah, it's more exciting that he just bought a medium format Yashica mat 124G and was run- wondering if you're still sending out film. Remember I was talking about that earlier? Yeah. Well, Brian, we kind of stopped, but we picked it up again in the last few months. So the answer is yes. So everything old is new again. <laughs> Thank you, John. I found you as I also won a Yashica 44 on the bay, and was searching for videos on the 44 and 127 film on the Google. The Google. So he found our videos. Yeah. Do you remember we did a little video? Sure. Yeah. P.S. I am sending you a couple of 35mm SLRs, a Pentex Spot-O-Meter, and a K1000. You see, that's hmm. beautiful about our listeners. So this is really awesome. By the way, the Pentax K1000, uh, recently I've been using uh, Track Brothers camera. Track Brothers. That's uh, Track Man's brother. <laughs> he had a sand-covered Pentax K1000. <laughs> Brian says, these cameras seem to be okay and has a good base to give away to listeners. And I agree with that. These are base cameras, right. like your first Start off. SLR camera, the K1000. My very first SLR. Yeah. The K1000 is a real beaut to have. It has a meter. And the arrow, you mm. just wait for the, uh, you wait for the needle to go into the, the good center. Yeah. Which is okay as you turn the, sh- the uh, F-stops, mm-hmm. you know, the needle moves. Thanks for the podcast. Really, Brian, P.S., Pink Delicates, I like them. Oh, great. And uh, Brian Knobloch is on Flickr, and his uh, handle is uh, Lansigit, L-A-N-S-I-N-G-I-T. Lansingit. 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 Sing it. Sing it, Barry. So it's flickr.com forward slash photos forward slash Lan. Where's he's from? Sing oh. it. Lansing, Michigan. Oh, La- it's Lansing. Oh. <laughs> Lansanda. I'm here. I'm like, Lansing it. Lansing it. Sing it, Barry. Sing it, Barry. Lansing. Uh, oh, you know what it is? He's an IT guy. Lansing uh, IT. Uh-huh. It all works. Flickr.com forward slash photos forward slash 
Lansing IT. Stoops. <laughs> well, thank you, Brian. I'm very happy you found us. Yeah. I also found online, yes, when did you find this? A listener tipped us off to the Argus Collectors Group. Argus. Yeah. Argus are old-timey cameras. Are they really? Yeah, Argus. American? I believe the Argus are American-made cameras. I could be wrong, though. I don't know too much about Argus, which which is why this website is pretty cool. It's called, Welcome. it says, Welcome to the Argus Collectors website. Uh, Latest news, the annual holiday photo contest is finished for another year. The Argus Group began operating on April 8, 1997. It is a mailing list forum with open membership. All types of Argus cameras and accessories, as well as related photographic products, are freely discussed. That's kind of cool, don't you think? Yeah. It's a place for people to go to hang yeah. out if you're into that. If you would like to join the ACG discussion forum, please click here for more information. Last updated January 2011, and you can go to Argus, A R G U S. CG.org. That's Argus CG for Collectors Group. ArgusCG.org and check them out. Why don't we uh, check them out? Yeah, why not? Great. Next up, I sigh heavy, John. This is, of course, a letter from Tony Kwong. Tony, our great listener, mm-hmm. always updates us on stuff that's going on. He's the information guy. He is the information guy. And I didn't talk about this because, quite frankly, it was a little tough to digest. And even this, I don't think I could. Uh, go through this whole thing. But there was something called Camerapedia, which is like a wiki-type page. Right. So you type in a camera. You type in, like, you know, an Argus, Argus whatever, and a page would pop up on the Google, and most likely it would link to Camerapedia. And there would be some great information that everyone contributes and images linked from Flickr. Oh. Everything was like peace, love, and understanding. You know, hands across America, everyone holding hands, <laughs> everyone sighing. Oh. What happened? It's a big... It all turned to S. <laughs> uh, the guy who ran the, the Camerapedia sold it to a wiki page. So Wikipedia took it over. Really? And that means that if it's a Wikipedia that's ad-based, so you may see some ads in the, in the corner. Okay. Well, that's what I said. Quite frankly, everyone out there listening, listen. As long as the information's available. The so important lot. thing is that you have this free information. <coughs> Please. It's like... People got their panties in a bunch because all of a sudden their images for Flickr were being linked to a paid site without their permission. Mm. And remember well, what I was talking about the RAM? I, like, you can look at it from both sides. Right. But the, the, the side, the bad side is, and nothing can change, nothing, can, nothing we can do to change this, is that the old, old site is gone. The old site mm. is gone, and it's different now. And quite frankly, it's not as good. It's over, Jenny. So now you have the official wiki page. That has no images because everyone got their pennies in a bunch. And now you have the new site, which is camerapedia.wikia.com, which just isn't the same. Yeah. Because now you have the, the burnt-out remnants of the first page, people picking <laughs> up the pieces and trying to build a new page. And it just is not the same. The spirit has been broken, and I'm hoping this could be rebuilt. But very quickly, here's what happened. Follow along here. Get your scorecards out. Oh, boy. Camerapedia was started as a free open source wiki project. The sole owner of wikipedia.org sold it to Wikia. Wikia is hosting and maintains the content of Camerapedia. Wiki is a for-profit commercial ad-driven service. By the way, people, this breakup of the Camerapedia, as far as I'm concerned, oh my god, was it really necessary? 
Well, you know, some people, I can see how people would be upset if their images are being linked to an ad-based yes. site. But, the, says, know, but then again, you know, that means maybe more people are going to see your images. Tony's, yes. You know? And links right to your Flickr. Uh, well, <laughs> you know, it's a good thing. The community that created content for Camerapedia was not told of the sale or details regarding it. Some felt betrayed that the content they spent years creating for a once free site is being sold without their permission. The former owner of the Camerapedia site has kept quiet and not spoken to the community. <sighs> John, well, you're absolutely correct. Some people have the feelings, yada yada, but bada bada, bim bam bay. But you know what? Your is. image is on Flickr. You get to choose if your images can be linked or not. That's right. your choice. Right. Well, Tony makes a, another good point, though. What's that? Besides that, which is that the people have contributed to the content of the page. Flicker issues. Flicker. Tony, by the way, did an amazing job compiling yes. this. Thank very you, Tony. Very thorough. Very thorough and very comprehensive. The photo content of Camerapedia is hosted on Flickr. Flickr does not allow commercial services to use them as a hosting service. Hmm. Camerapedia.wikia.com has their own image hosting. That's the new site. Mm-hmm. Flickr's not going to go in there, but you Wikipedia. <laughs> when I think of Wikipedia, I think of free. Right. Even if there's ads. Right. I mean, it's a free site. I never notice any ads. I swear to God, I just zone <clears> out. <throat> Flickr rights issues. Photos were added from Flickr to Camerapedia with a stipulation that they were to be used on a non-commercial... I mean, now we're kind of beating the horse here. Right. We, You know... Uh, Camera Wiki has started from a few Camerapedia community members. It was, the, in other words, a new site. Mm-hmm. It was a last-ditch effort, almost failed in the final hours, to fork the once open-source Camerapedia and return to its previous status. You know what? I mean, we can go on. We can go on. Camera, w- camera Wiki photo rights. Turn the page over. Well, main site is the camera-wiki, W-I-K-I, dot org. Twitter, Flickr, Facebook, and an IRC. <laughs> Only thing I could say is the whole thing, Tony, is kind of sad. It is. It's, 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 I think that uh, the original owner wasn't able to group the people together. Mm. Uh, we don't know about the person who owned the original site. Got paid big bucks? Do you no. think it was so financially no. worth it for him? No. I do not think he got paid big bucks. I think he was like, oh, I'm tired of this. I think this is all unnecessary. <clears throat> I think that um, you know this type of thing, it's still free. Hmm. I think that we need to just calm down. Now, people may get up on their high horse. Don't. I, this is not, there's no complaints department. I'm just talking here, guys yeah. and girls. Just come on. Just saying. Just, we're, we're just saying. Nothing is over! Nothing! You just don't turn it off! It wasn't my war! You asked me, I didn't ask you! What does it all mean in the end run? Well, I'll tell you what it all means. When I Google a camera, the, the, the sites are split, and the information is shattered right now. Mm. Because the old site doesn't have some information, pictures are missing, and the new site is lacking, quite frankly. So my hope is that this will be brought together, that the new site will achieve the once uh, noble status mm. and uh, have a nice resource online. At the end of the day, I'm mostly thankful that we have these resources and try not to uh, get involved with any type of long-term conflicts. You, you don't listen to Louis C.K., do you? I don't. Well, tell me about what is What is a Louis C.K.? He says about flying. He's like, people complain about flying. He's like, oh, I had to wait 40 minutes before my plane took off. It was delayed 40 minutes. He's like, you're flying through the air. <laughs> you're, it's a miracle that you can even get from point A to point B so fast. You're flying. Why are you complaining? Oh, the seats are a little bit small. You're flying. Stop looking a gift horse in the mouth. Basically the point. I would so agree. So what does an ad? Look past it. Or click it. 
because clicking the ad is helping the site. Yeah. There's this, but there's there's this feeling that all of a sudden, if you become commercial, that you're making all this money. You sell it out. Stop it. I've been in business long enough to tell you it just ain't so. Thank you, thank you, Tony Kwong. Yeah, thanks, Tony. Our Tony's next Tony, Tony Kemplin. Oh, <laughs> yes. This is the Tony segment of the FPP. You may remember my 52 cameras in 52 weeks book. Of course. Yes. Which you talked about on FPP a few weeks ago. I thought you might like to know that Amateur Photographer Magazine in the UK also picked up on the book. And as a result, I will be writing a regular column in the first issue of each month. Each column will be be about one of my cameras, my experiences using it. Nice. I'm very happy for you, Tony. Yeah, it's cool. Tony uses a different vintage camera every week, and um, he's making his images available in his book. He has a Flickr page. You can see his images, and it's inspiring because you see a certain image, mm. and you're like, oh, what camera was that? And there it is. Well there documented. it is, and you can go out and get that camera yourself and create your own art. And that's what is exciting about what we do. Right. AP is a weekly magazine that has been around since 19... Oh, listen to this, John. Yeah. Amateur Photographer Magazine is a weekly magazine that has been around since 1884. How can that be? The only thing older than that is this building we're in. The only in. thing older than that is the Bible. <laughs> has, been, has been quite a large readership in the UK. I really wish I could make it to the London meetup, but I'm afraid I have an unmovable commitment that day. Oh, Tony, thank well you very off, much. Gra- glad to hear from you. And congratulations. That's all we got, John. That's it. I want to thank everyone out there who's listening to the show. I... I I cannot thank you enough for listening to the show. Especially our hardcore older listeners. Yes, our hardcore FPP listeners, our folks who are in the quote-unquote non-existent inner circle. <laughs> A shout-out to Matt and Lauren. Mm-hmm. What was that show when we were kids? It used to it used to be like the host used to look through a circle at the end and I want to wish everyone Billy and Johnny. Romper Room. Romper Room? Yeah. I don't remember that really? from there. Our good friend Dan Domi. Good friend, yeah. Our new friends at thedarkroom.com. Yes. Who are developing C41 E6 black and white. Yes. Folks out there discovering film photography for the first time. Pass it on. Pass it on. And, uh, you know, it's time now to press stop and hit play again. <laughs> Listen to it all over again. Oh, my God. Yeah. But until uh, next time. And uh, look forward to meeting up with people in London. Yes, yes. If you can make it, make it, if you can make it to the London meetup, uh, send us an email: filmphotographypodcast at gmail dot com. Yo, be awesome to know who we're going to meet. Yeah, uh, John and I are packing our bags as we speak, and uh, we're getting on a. Uh, you bringing like just an overnight bag? Or you packing something to check? I'm bringing a large, empty bag containing some clothes, a few cameras. In a large gap. Do you know why? Cadbury, my friend. Oh my God. Cadbury. That's what you're gonna fill it with. Angela Pilot from Max Diner has tipped me off on what shops to go to. Oh. She's from the UK. Nice. To get some things that are not available here in the states. Ah. You know, I'm sitting there with my coffee cup and mascara. I'm like, can I bring these over the border? She's like, yeah. Nice. Just pack them in your bag. So you go for the Cadbury. Apparently there are Cadburys over there. They're not made here in the U.S. Yeah, specific for Europe. Oh yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna go for the Cadbury. Some uh, chocolates. Hmm. Because the chocolate isn't like the chocolate here, Mike. No. Nope. Not as sweet here. English chocolate is much sweeter. Is that right? Yep. Oh. 
Yep. Join us in two weeks when we return with uh, Matt Mirage, co-host, yes. and our good friend Dan Domi. What if you accidentally pack one of your kids? You get to London and like, Daddy! You'd be the best. Really? Oh, yeah. Or your kid sneaks into the bag. I would love it. Yeah. Don't give them that idea. No, they wouldn't. No. What should we go out with? A smooth sailor song? Sure. There's a-, a lot of them. Anything in the last few weeks that is notable? Uh, there's a good one called Cyrus Nut Cup. Cyrus Nut Cup. Yeah, it's kind of a uh, breezy little tune. Oh, okay. Yeah. So let's go out with Cyrus Nut Cup. I want to thank everyone, and we'll see you on the two-week round. Yeah. on the past now.